Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. The agency which administers the thrift savings plan says its response times will likely slow down. The Federal Retirement Thrift Investment Board is taking extra precaution to validate TSP participants' identities after the Equifax breach. Existing plans to improve the agency's IT and cybersecurity posture will also slow down processing times. 505 people took hardship withdrawals from the thrift savings plan in the aftermath of Hurricane Harvey, and 473 people withdrew from the TSP after Hurricane Irma. Overall, fewer participants withdrew from the TSP in August. Hardship withdrawals were down 12% in the month. People living on military bases may not know if they're drinking contaminated water. A Government Accountability Office report finds the Defense Department does not have complete data on contaminated drinking water. About 3 million people get their water from DOD facilities. The data available showed DOD-treated water was 89% non-contaminated. Ranking member of the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee Claire McCaskill wants to know how the Defense Department is trying to reduce its audit backlog. Last year, DOD failed to complete 14,000 audits of contractors to ensure they fulfilled their obligations. McCaskill says the incomplete audits increase the risk of improper payments. DOD finishes the first phase of its rollout of a new electronic health record. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has details. The system, called MHS Genesis, went into use over the weekend at Madigan Army Medical Center in Washington State, marking the first time the new EHR has been deployed at a large military hospital. The $4.3 billion system is based on a commercial off-the-shelf health record developed by Cerner. This weekend's deployment at Madigan marks the completion of DOD's initial deployment plans at four medical facilities in the Pacific Northwest before it's rolled out worldwide over the next several years. The Department of Veterans Affairs has also announced plans to adopt the same system. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. One agency is moving its high-performing computing to the cloud. The Nuclear Regulatory Commission is finally taking a step into the cloud after a critical Inspector General report in June saying the agency was slow to adopt the cloud. The NRC awarded a $3.2 million contract to move its high-performance computing operations and applications to the cloud. NRC hires Unisys under a seven-year contract using the Interior Department's Foundation Cloud Hosting contract to make the task order award. The IG says the agency lacked a short-term vision and was too conservative to take advantage of new and emerging technologies. I'm Jason Miller. A bill to enhance congressional authority over agencies passes the House. The Congressional Compliance and Enforcement Act will let committees have a three-judge panel quickly review when an agency fails to comply with a subpoena. Agencies who cite legal privilege as a reason for not complying would also have to tell committees what they're withholding. U.S. Citizens and Immigration Services toughens its policy on non-immigrant work visas. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. Director L. Francis Cisna replaces policy in place since 2004 for people living permanently outside the United States but who want to work here. Now, when they apply for an extension of their visa, immigration officers must give them the same level of scrutiny as for their initial application, even if nothing's changed. Before, officers could defer to a previously approved petition. USCIS says its goal is protecting American workers. I'm Tom Temin. Scott Pruitt is set to become the first EPA administrator to receive a 24-7 security detail. CNN reports the beefing up of security is due to an increase of threats against the head of the Environmental Protection Agency. EPA is hiring a dozen more agents whose salaries could cost it about $2 million. It's also enhancing security for Pruitt's office at EPA headquarters in D.C. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.